why, how can it be easier for fossil fuel lobbyists to register at a conference that's about to negotiate a global plastic treaty than for a scientist who wants to deliver scientific evidence and facts to the delegates. Welcome to Plastosphere, the podcast on plastics, people, the planet and politics. My name is Anja Krieger. Today, the INC3, which is the third round of negotiations towards the Global Plastic Treaty, will wrap up in Nairobi. I just received a message from one of the journalists attending the negotiations in Kenya. Julian Gupta is a freelance journalist from Germany who founded the climate newsletter Treibhauspost. This translates to something like Mails from the Greenhouse. He also co-developed Team Zukunft, a newsletter about utopias, climate and science, which is published by Taz, die Tageszeitung, a German newspaper. A week ago, Julian traveled to Kenya to attend the INC3 and report on the negotiations towards the Global Plastic Treaty. But some of what he observed there very much surprised him. Here's his message from yesterday, Saturday, November 18th, 2023. What was kind of surprising or shocking for me was how many lobbyists actually were registered for this event. Uh, so CL released uh, a, an article on Wednesday uh, stating that there were 143 lobbyists from the oil and the petrochemical industry, not counting for fast-moving consumer goods lobbyists or those who were just there undercover, not disclaiming that they were actually lobbyists. And on the other hand, there was the Scientist Coalition, who, from what I heard, partly really had issues getting a registration. And that's something I find very hard to understand. Um, how can it be easier for fossil fuel lobbyist to register at a conference that's about to negotiate a global plastic treaty than for a scientist who wants to deliver scientific evidence and facts to the delegates, also doing it in their free time partly. So the Scientist Coalition wrote in their own version or their comments on the, on the zero draft and that was all pro bono in their free time, while all the lobbyists obviously get paid for every minute that they were there. And I find it really hard to understand how this is possible and why UNEP wouldn't want to change something about it and something about the whole process about who can get an accreditation and how easy. And from the color of the badges, you can't differentiate from an oil lobbyist or an NGO representative. So why would that be the same whether you're representing a small island states, youth organization or ExxonMobil? So for me as a journalist, I couldn't technically differentiate between these two groups just from the color of the badges. So I need to go like literally like 20 centimeters in front of the badges to read the name of the organization they were from. And why is there a Saudi Arabia tent on the UN compound? Like Saudi Arabia is the only state that had like a permanent uh, lounge right near the conference rooms. 
um, where they served cardamom tea and dates. How is that possible? Like, why has the second biggest oil-producing country, who has obviously vested interests, and so far tried to block the treaty on several stages? Like, why why can they have a tent, a chill-out lounge right next to the conference rooms? And I think it will be really interesting to see how things will end tomorrow. Until yesterday, observers told me that they were rather optimistic and that things kind of surprisingly went pretty smooth. However, I think that people today looked a little bit more stressed to me. But let's see. Maybe tomorrow night on Sunday there will be some positive things to tell and to write about. That was Julian Gupta, a freelance journalist from Germany, currently attending the Plastics Treaty negotiations in Nairobi, Kenya. I hope he's right and we'll get good news in the next few hours. Can the spirit of Nairobi succeed over the ghost of Paris, where the last round of negotiations was held up by some countries? Fingers crossed. If you'd like to learn more about the role of science in the negotiations, listen to my episode from earlier this year with voices from scientists and experts from around the world. If you are currently at the negotiations in Nairobi and have comments to share now or later, we'd be super grateful to hear about them. Send me a voice message by following the instructions on the Plastisphere website. You can find the link in the notes of this episode. So much for now. I'm sending lots of good energy from Berlin to Nairobi. Go negotiators and beat plastic pollution.